When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nessa Bowles to Hobson, full toss again, and that's the game. The Scorchers have won their fifth BBL title. Hobson and Conley throw their bats away, and they're greeted by their teammates who have just done a beeline for the two young bucks who have saved the Perth Scorchers. The Perth Scorchers to their fifth BBL title in what was a classic decider. Yes, of course, memorable moments from the BBL final last year. Of course, that incredible innings by Cooper Connolly that got the Perth Scorchers over the line. We're going to chat to Adam Voges uh, pretty soon on the show. We've got a fair bit to talk about. Of course, there's uh, suggestions that Bazball might take over the Sheffield Shield this year. Have a chat to Adam also about the fantastic resurgence in international cricket of Mitchell Marsh, who, of course, is now currently leading the Australian team in limited overs games in South Africa. And what does the Major League Cricket League in America mean for the sport, in particular in for the sport in Australia? Are the... Uh, is the IPL basically taking over the world of cricket? Adam Voges, the state cricket coach, joins us on the line. Adam, welcome. Uh, morning, Mark. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, mate. Um, where are you at with your preparations for the upcoming summer? Yeah, all, all going well, well, pretty well so far, thanks. Uh, we've got uh, guys, or have had guys, sort of uh, all over the world for a lot of the pre-season uh, with the National Series on, with uh, county cricket, with... T20 series in um, or competitions in America, um, uh, say at 100 on at the moment, and then guys uh, getting ready to head over to South Africa for the the white ball series in the lead up to the World Cup and and uh, and Aussie A series coming up in Brisbane as well. So uh, we've got we've got players and staff going uh, all over the place, but um, it'll certainly all come together quite nicely in the next few weeks, and uh, we'll be we'll be ready to go for the start of the summer. So when do you get the bulk of your squad back together to get ready for the summer, Adam? Uh, we'll probably get closer to uh, a full squad sort of mid-September um, to, to get ready for that first Marsh Cup game, uh, which is on the 24th of September over in Brisbane. Uh, the guys who are in the, the World Cup squad, obviously we won't see them for, for the first half of the season uh, with, a, with a long tournament over in India as well. Um, but outside of those guys, we're, we're hopeful for uh, as close to full availability as we can do. And uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be ready to go. One of the big stories to come out of the Ashes uh, Test Series was the resurgence of Mitch Marsh as an international cricketer. Tell us uh, about that and how pleased you are for him. Yeah, certainly really pleased for Mitch. And uh, I think it was a case of him being able to make the most of the opportunity that presented. I think if you'd asked him before he left to go on that tour that he probably didn't think he was going to get an opportunity to play at, either, at any stage, really, with, with Cameron Green in the team. But... Uh, 
uh, a small hamstring niggle opened the door and, and Mitch certainly took um, took that opportunity with both hands. We, we saw it in a Shield game last year, the, the only Shield game he played for us in Australia. He came in and played a very similar type innings, a, a counter-attacking runner ball 100 um, that was really dominant at times and uh, we saw him be able to play the, the same type of innings over in England. So um, I'm sure it, well, it has provided the Australian selectors with a bit of a headache as to, as to whether they can fit both Green and Marsh into the same team, but uh, Mitch has certainly made the opportunity his and uh, really looking forward to seeing how he goes uh, with the captaincy over in South Africa of the White Ball Series coming up. Do you, Given how well Mitch is batting, do you believe there is potentially room for, um, say, Cameron, who's more the all-rounder type now, and Mitch, who's probably almost more batsman than bowler now, is, is there room for both of them in the test team? Uh, I'd like to say yes. I just I just don't know how the the opportunity presents at this stage. I think, well, we we certainly know that there's going to be change at the top of the order with with David Warner's uh, retirement coming, and um, and Usman Khawaja is playing beautifully, but isn't getting any younger as well. So. Uh, they're, they're probably the opportunities to present with, with Labuschagne at three, Smith at four and Head at five. I think they've been pretty solid and uh, and so finding finding a way into that middle order I think will be tougher but uh, uh, any way that we can get more West Australians into the team, mate, I'll be happy with. Yeah, I mean, speaking of getting another West Australian into the team, were you surprised that Cameron Bancroft wasn't closer to getting an opportunity in the Ashes series? Yeah, I, I certainly thought that he was going to be in the mix with the the season, the, the Shield season that he was able to put together last year. He was the leading run scorer, and by by a significant amount of runs, and and certainly the wickets that we played on the, at the Wacker Ground were, were tricky, particularly for opening batters. So for him to be able to navigate that and 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 compile the season that he did, I thought gave him a really compelling case. Uh, it wasn't to be, but I still certainly see the opportunity coming, um, as I mentioned with, with the openers. But, um, yeah, look, it's up to Cameron now. He's He's been selected in the Australian A squad, um, which which starts next week. And, and there are great opportunities, along with the six Shield games that, that we play before the, the start of the Test summer. So all he can do is, is continue to pile on the runs and, and hopefully put his hand up for selection. And, of course, uh, as far as BBL goes, you lose Cameron to the Sydney Thunder. Um, it's probably when you've been successful as you've been and you've got as many good players as you've got, it's inevitable you're going to lose one or two here and there. Yeah, it is. It's unfortunate. We're, we're disappointed to lose Cameron, no doubt. Um, but equally, in, in terms of your list management, when you do have success, everyone's value rises and trying to keep the, the group as, as together as best as we can is, is certainly our priority. But... We're, we're very understanding that um, rival opposition and teams are, are trying to pick us off and, and trying to get our players. So um, I think the, the offer that the Sydney Thunder presented to Cameron was one that was too good to refuse for him. And, yeah, we're certainly sad to see him go. But uh, I guess the flip side of that is it will present opportunity for others. Uh, we saw the emergence of, of Cooper Connolly last year and perhaps that, that opens the opportunity for him to play a bit more this year. What about young players pushing into the Sheffield Shield team, Adam? Do you see anyone pushing up that uh, might take us by surprise at the start of the season? Uh, I see a little bit of opportunity, Mark. I think um, we don't know about Aaron Hardy and whether he gets a final selection in the World Cup squad. Uh, if, if he were to miss, then uh, that that 
puts a hole in our team. Uh, uh, Hilton Cartwright has just recently had some surgery on a knee, uh, minor surgery, but uh, that his involvement at the start of the season, uh, we're just not sure about at the moment. So it could present some opportunities at the top of the order. I think of someone like a, um, a Jaden Goodwin, uh, we may see get some opportunity early in the season. Cooper's another one who I think will hopefully get opportunity in all forms of the game at some stage this season. So yeah, a couple of couple couple of young talents that are coming through that uh, have had to bide their time uh, while we've performed pretty well, but, yeah, may see some opportunity early in the season. What's it like going into a season defending all three titles? It's not often you get to say and do that. No, it's not. And, uh, yeah, the, the real challenge is to, to find a way to be able to do it again. And I think the, the depth that we've got within our group gives us the opportunity to do that. Uh, I think there's a, a real opportunity for this group to continue to uh, develop the legacy that they're creating at the moment. Um, to, to be as successful as we have been for the last two seasons has been incredible. Uh, but I certainly see the hunger at training at the moment and, and the desire to, to want to continue to do that. And uh, I think the, the players understand the opportunity that's in front of them and uh, for them to be able to continue to do something pretty special and and leave the legacy uh, for this team. So that's certainly the focus at the moment. Uh, we talked a bit about Mitch Marsh being back on the scene internationally, but Jason Berendorf's had an international resurgence as well. Yeah, terrific for Jason to, to get another opportunity. He's, he's been away uh, throughout the, the winter playing in various competitions with the IPL uh, he did briefly go over to America as well, so uh, he's been up and going. And uh, yeah, with with Mitch Stark resting from from the first part of that, that tour, then uh, what a wonderful opportunity for Jason to to hopefully get a chance. Uh, you can, uh, I think, his performances, particularly for WA in, in white ball cricket and the Scorchers over the last couple of years, have been really consistent. A left armer who swings the ball and takes wickets up the top, and hopefully he can he can take that over to South Africa if he gets the chance. A lot of talk during the Ashes series, Adam, about baseball. What did you make of it? And will we see that sort of cricket played at Sheffield Shield level in Australia? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, the way I sort of see baseball is is just aggressive cricket. And uh, I think we've, we've slowly started to see... Uh, run rates increase, particularly uh, with the introduction of T20 cricket over the last 20 years. Uh, certainly run rates and, and scoring rates in, in shield cricket and the longer forms of the game have increased. Uh, I think England have just certainly taken it to a, to a different level and um, we, we saw two very contrasting styles of play between the English and the Australians uh, throughout that Ashes series that made for fascinating cricket. Uh, it ended in a two-all draw, so that's not to say one, one style is better than the other, but um, uh, no doubt that there's a lot of teams and players and people involved in cricket that, that watch that series really intently and the way that England have gone about it over the last 12 months under Brendan McCullum. And, um, and I, I've got no doubt that we'll start to see that um, filter into domestic cricket. We, we see it already in, in county cricket over in England. Um, and I'd, I'd be very surprised if we don't see, maybe not to the same extent, that which England have gone about it. But I certainly see that... Uh, will be times that, that teams will, will come at us or if we get the opportunity to, to put the foot down and, and play that really aggressive style of cricket, then, um, yeah, we, we've seen that um, it can be can be of benefit at times. Can it work in Australian conditions? Is it something specifically for England or the, the decks in um, in India and Pakistan? Do you think How do you think it would translate in Australia? 
I think you need a couple of things. I think you need um, a highly talented group. Uh, I think you need uh, uh, a group of players who are okay with failing because it's not going to work all the time. I think uh, you you need the conditions to be in your favour as well. So I don't think it's just as simple as going out and playing ultra-aggressive cricket all the time, albeit that seems to be England's mantra at the moment. But, um, yeah, look, uh, the ability to put the pressure back on the opposition, I think, is the main uh, reason behind the the way that England are playing the game. And uh, we saw at times that they really dominated the Australian bowling attack, but we also saw at times that it, it became reckless and, 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 and we saw some pretty soft dismissals. So there's a balance in there, um, and it's about trying to find that balance depending on the conditions at the time. Have you given any thought to if you were confronted with it, with a with a couple of batsmen going, how you would bowl to them and what fields you would set for them? Yeah, we have actually. We've we, we sat down with our leadership group and um, some of our, um, our on-field captains and, and just talked about different fields and um, played out different scenarios that were, were being played live during the Ashes series. So that, that's the beauty of, of having cricket on during our off-season is that we can we can start to brainstorm these things with, with the leaders within our group and say that hopefully uh, if that does get presented to us at some stage during the season that at least we've We've spoken about it previously and they've got ideas of of how they can combat it um, out on the field. Adam, one player we haven't heard a lot about since he was basically picked in the Ashes team is Lance Morris, the wild thing. Can you tell us where he's at and what sort of preparation he's got going for the season coming? Yeah, Lance's going well. Uh, I I know he was uh, frustrated that he he did pick up that back injury uh, at the back end of last season. I, I think he would have been involved in the Asher squad had he had he not picked that up. So um, yeah, no, he's he's uh, progressing really well. Uh, he's back bowling at near full capacity uh, at training now and, and certainly building nicely for the start of the summer. He's uh, Cricket Australia contracted now so we're, we're constantly in communication with those guys around what uh, Lance's prep looks like, uh, they, they certainly want him up and ready to go for the test summer and uh, and that'll be the focus for him. So, yeah, we're certainly hopeful that we'll get plenty of cricket out of him early in the, in the domestic season for Western Australia, but uh, mindful that uh, Cricket Australia have one eye on, on him being ready for the start of the test summer. Of course, India are the big guys in international cricket now. Are you concerned with the emergence of things like Major League Cricket um, in America, which is basically um, bouncing off the IPL. Are you concerned that that's going to take over global cricket too much? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think any of us would truly know where cricket will be in five years' time. Uh, I, I'm certainly still a traditionalist. I, I love the longer forms of the game. Uh, I, I thought the the, the series, the Ashes series that we've just seen, is uh, the, the amount of the level of interest uh, is still really high, and I still think people uh, have an appetite for for long form cricket and, and and desire for those sort of contests. So I'm certainly hopeful that we can continue to be able to provide that. Um, the emergence of the leagues around the world is uh, means that there's some wonderful opportunities for players out there um, from a playing and financial aspect. But um, yeah, we just need to try and keep the balance right so that we can continue to provide 
good test cricketers, uh, good international cricketers, and hopefully we can we can live with a balance between the franchise cricket and international cricket as well. It felt like watching the Ashes Test Series that that is still the highest form of the game, didn't it? It, it was gripping, um, obviously interesting because of the contrast in styles, but also you just feel like there's more there's more to it, there's more hinging on it when you're, when you're watching a really good test match. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, uh, I think all cricket fans were, were loved watching that, that contest and uh, yeah, no doubt the, the emotion of an Ashes series and the theatre of it. Um, uh, yeah, speaking to people here in Perth, it was um, yeah, it was certainly a, a hot topic. But, um, yeah, and, and, and long may that continue. Uh, I think we need context. I think we need really good contests. Uh, obviously, the rivalries between Australia and England are huge, but also with India as well and, and some of the other bigger test playing nations. We, we need to continue to have that context and, and really high-quality contests uh, because I, I think that's our best way of, of keeping the game going. As far as the Scorchers go, Adam, any news on signings or in talks with anyone that uh, might be of interest to the fans? Uh, well, we have the we have the uh, overseas draft coming up in the first week of September, and uh, we're certainly planning for that at the moment, uh, and just understanding players' availabilities and, and different levels. Um, so we're we're certainly well down the track with our planning with that. And then once uh, I think once we get through the the draft, which is in the first week of September, then then we'll be able to finish off our, our domestic list. So um, yeah, look, uh, we'll continue with the same philosophy. We love having locals form the, the, the core of our group and, and, and our West Australians forming the core of our group and, and then hopefully topping that up with some, some good internationals who can fill some gaps for us. So uh, we'll continue to do that and then, uh, yeah, in the next month or so, I, I imagine we'll have a complete squad. Uh, text coming through on the temper at Bedshed text line for you, Adam. Tell us about Jai Richardson. Is he fit? Yeah, Jai's, he's had a really tough couple of years uh, from an injury front, uh, particularly with some soft tissue and hamstring injuries that we saw in the Big Bash last year. Um, he's, he's working back to full fitness at the moment. He, uh, a bit like Lance, uh, we, we've, it's been a bit of a slow burn for him, uh, but hopefully we're, we're over the hump now and we're, we're starting to prepare Jai for the, for the start of the summer. Um, yeah, it's, been, it's been a tough time for him. Um, it, been a long, long time in the in the rehab group, in the gym, and, and on the running track, and, and just trying to get his body back to where it needs to be for him to um, play consistent cricket. I think what we've seen when we do get Jai on the field is um, from a skill level, uh, it's it's wonderful to watch. Uh, he, he came back with it and didn't miss a trick during the big bash, but unfortunately his body's let him down over the last little period. So uh, we're doing everything, and our medical team are doing everything to give him the best chance to not only get back and playing, but be able to stay on the park because if we know he can do that then uh, we'll get some good stuff from Jai but uh, we're targeting the start of the season we haven't got an actual date on when Jai um, is back on the field but uh, we're certainly hopeful that it's it's sooner rather than later. Adam congratulations on your efforts last summer uh, all the best for the upcoming summer and thanks for joining us on the show today. No worries thanks Mark. Adam Voges, of course, state cricket coach, highly successful state cricket coach with WA holding all three titles as we speak. We are, as always, brought to you by Isuzu Ute, and you can live your own way in the seven-seater Isuzu D-Max. See your Isuzu Ute dealer today. We'll be back after the break. 